Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Glass is beautiful. That's what everyone thinks. Otis Eyewear's range features stunning mineral glass sunnies that transcend the boundaries between style, durability and sustainability. The world looks better through Otis Eyewear. Visit otiseyewear.com. Friday focus time, thanks to Otis Eyewear. Glass is good, and there's no doubt about that, and this fella is good. Stephen Cornelio, uh, thanks so much. A pleasure to have you on the show. How are you? And uh, as I say, appreciate you joining us. No, the honour's mine, mate. Happy to, uh, happy to come on out of the chats here. But, yeah, everything's, um, everything's good, and, um, yeah, getting ready, obviously, to, to face West Coast this week. Yes, of course. The Eagles. Uh, well, we'll get to them, and we'll get to the situation of of GWS, and of course, a big change in the last week or so with uh, Leon Cameron stepping aside in the in the coaching role. But mate, I want to ask you about, and I know I'm I'm drawn to your cricket side of your life, obviously, but <laughs> captaincy, leadership in football compared to cricket. A lot of people know that in in cricket, and I'm sure you captained your junior teams. You were such a standout. How's how, what's the variation? What's the difference between being a, a, a captain of an AFL team compared to cricket, where it is so much more tactically based for the captain? Yeah, look, I think uh, I think I think you know first first thing that probably comes or springs to mind is you know pure pure numbers in the squad. I think um, you know for you know for, for AFL squad like you know, for instance, we have over forty players on our list. Um, you know, guys that. Um, you know, either playing in the AFL or playing playing reserves, and um, you know everything that's you know come with you know COVID and being in hubs and um, whatnot over the last last couple of years. It, it is a lot different. I think I think in cricket uh, sometimes you can you know have have individuals that um, you know either either make a make a really good score uh, with the bat themselves and, and really help the team, or you know a bowler that can take five or six for um, you know in footy that's the same. You know we do we do have players like. You know Toby, who can kick five goals and six goals, but it it really is, I think, um, uh, you know, not I wouldn't say more difficult as a captain, but because I think cricket's a bit a bit more technical. But um, you know, to to oversee, you know, twenty two players on on a game day plus the whole squad throughout the week, um, it can get a little bit more difficult in in that regard. So in game, you obviously three captains yourself, Toby, and and Josh Kelly. Uh, at the moment, in game, is there any uh, responsibility? You know, once the ball is bounced, that that one or all three of you need to take on uh, more than if it was just a, a single captain. Yeah, it's good. It's a good. It's a good question. Obviously, I had two years um, by myself um, yeah. as captain, and you know, had had a you know had some times where I actually wasn't out there um, to contribute. Um, but oh, you know, I would say that, that the co-captaincy model does does enable. A bit more of the, you know, the sharing of the load in that regard. I don't, I don't think. Um, well, we definitely, for me, for instance, go into any game and um, you know think that I need to 
do more than Josh or more than Toby. I think you know all three of us just need to be the you know the barometer for the team in terms of um, you know if, if we're seeing if we're seeing uh, or hearing stuff that you know we don't like um, throughout the game or you know once the once the ball's bounced and and having that um, I guess that sounding board between you know the head coach or coaches um, and and the playing group being able to you know quarter time half time break have those conversations or you know when you come to the bench. Um, you know, having those conversations over the phone and um, and out, yeah. out on the field on, on numerous occasions, I think you know because you know Toby and I have been up forward lately, and, and Josh has been in the midfield. I think the you know, the communication across the across the line groups is, is really important once the once the ball is bouncing and not just worrying about your own game. Yeah, I'm interested, mate, on that uh, the point you made a couple of years as sole captain that that 2020 season, the COVID ravaged season and um, I, I really watched with interest through that uh, documentary was it Making Their Mark is that what it was called um, yeah, just your your role in that how do you reflect on that period obviously uh, it didn't go your way um, results wise and and, uh, and personally um, given the lofty heights you've set in your career but do you, do you feel like you were carrying too much in that leadership role trying almost too hard which I, I know the feeling from personal experience yeah, you know, definitely, definitely looking looking back on on that year. I mean, in terms of the in terms of the, the documentary, to to be to be brutally honest, I haven't watched it back. Um, not not for you know, even if even if it was a year where um, you know things went our way and, and and you know I'd played amazing, I still wouldn't wouldn't have um, wouldn't have you know watched it. I'd, I'd you know like obviously staying in the president and looking forward. But for me personally, as a, as a you know as a captain, I think I'd, yeah, I just. Um, you know, if I was to do it now again, you obviously hindsight's a wonderful thing. I probably just had a, had a little bit, um, I was trying too too hard and, and too much, and trying to not, not so much change things, but as you said, just try and um, do too much um, rather than you know. I think I think you know it was heightened by you know experiences that everyone went through um, that year where we hadn't yeah. you know ever faced things like that in our personal life or work life. Um, you know, we were away for for so long and had. You know, different circumstances come our way, but um, you know, for me, for me, definitely, um, some learnings to come out of that year. Yeah, you're spot on. It was unprecedented times, wasn't it? And then for that to be the year that the AFL throw the the fly on the wall doco in there as well, <laughs> coincidentally, yeah. it yeah. must have just been mind blowing. What was what was going on, and knowing what you should or shouldn't have been doing, challenging yeah. time. No, it was it was it was funny. I, you know, I say to I say to people that you know a lot, a lot of um. You know, we obviously, you know, had a didn't have a great year by you know our highest standards, and and, and me personally, and uh, you know people, and you know my, my you know family, and that was saying it's very you know it's very serious and and whatnot. And I'd say you know for, for probably you know ninety percent of the time, you know besides obviously when we're training and on field, and um, you know ninety percent of the time around the club, you know what it's like when you're around a cricket squad. It's, there's a lot of fun and a lot of you know mucking around and, and joking. And I think that. <laughs> The Amazon documentary probably caught the other the other ten percent in that year that um, you know, that caught me off guard. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say off guard, mate. You could you clearly it was evident you were just working overtime to try and turn everything around uh, through that challenging period. But uh, the other thing I observed, I'm interested in your your relationship with Leon Cameron. It must have been an emotional day last week, uh, and I watched um, you know sort of a behind the scenes. Um, he, the day that he had, and, and yourself and Greeny giving a, a thank you speech in the change rooms afterwards. Um, 
your relationship with Leon, again, and it's only a perception can be completely wrong, but through that documentary, I felt he was giving you a bloody hard time, mate. I thought he, he really challenged you when he didn't seem to be challenging anyone else. Now, listen, lad. It was a tough day yesterday with Andy. Today's even tougher, mate. I'm not going to play this week. You're just out of form. Just the output at the moment is just not there. I don't expect you to understand all of it, but I do expect you to respect the decision that I've made. Okay? But um, is that reflective of your relationship with him, or, or is it? have you really loved ha- having many years of your life, since you were a young adult, um, all your footy career, really, in and around that, that man? Yeah, look, I think um, I think you know, he, he, you know, ten years is a wonderful contribution, and you know, for him to finish up last week, it was a um, you know an emotional week for for the whole the whole footy club. I think um, you know, for me um, and Leon, and, and I probably speak for you know a lot of the guys that are my age that have had him, you know, since we were eighteen, nineteen, twenty, we've, we've you know not only as a footballer but as a person, you know, we've we've always been really close, and um, you know, one of the things I love about him. A lot of his honesty um, and you know, um, you know, challenging both ways. I think is um, is great for you know for myself and, and and the team. Whenever we you know we need to have hard conversations, we, we have them. And then you know when we you know talk about life in um, in general or whatever, whatever it may be, we've we've always yeah. been able to have those conversations. And um, yeah, there's definitely been you know some some challenging times over. Um, over the years, but um, you know the, the things that people probably you know haven't seen, and, and and the things that you know I have you know thanked him for recently in the last few days, and that is, is, is the great times that we've had, and you know the you know the obviously we've, we've gone on and had had a lot of you know finals wins and and whatnot that have been you know really um, great for us, but you know for for him and I some of the things you know a lot of the times where you don't see all the cameras aren't around. Um, Around day to day or training or whatever it is, it's, you know, was, was really thankful for his contribution to, um, you know, to, to to my career and and for and for the whole team and club. Yeah, beautifully said. It's uh, they're the they're the things that you reflect on and will remember for the longest. Not so much the the stuff necessarily just on the field. I can. Um, I vouch for that too with some recent occurrences in the cricketing world. But, uh, mate, what what sort of coach do you guys need now? I mean, uh, McVeigh, uh, supported by Hurd and Solomon at the moment, but is there a style of coach that is imperative for you guys to get to, to take this uh, team back up to the other end of the ladder? Yeah, look, I think, I think um, obviously Mark's coming in now um, as, as caretaker coach, but, um, you know, someone who's... Already, you know, so well respected. Um, he's been with us for I think nine years now. Um, you know, across uh, across you know the whole club, and um, he's you know someone who brings a lot of excitement to the um, to the playing group, and um, you know has that really hard hard still edge about him. Um, you know, I think when you I think when you look at um, you know the Giants and our best performances over the last few years, a lot of people talk about you know the Orange tsunami and the way we can move the ball so quickly and and, and damage on the scoreboard, but. Um, if you look on the on the other end and, and you know how well we tackle, how hard we go at it when we're playing at our best, you know a lot of that has probably contributed to to, to Mark and the way the way he's been able to coach us um, over a number of years in, in you know the tackling department and the pressure department. So you know there'll be that you know hard silly edge and 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 just a you know a new energy amongst the group. You know guys that are trying to trying to get into the team that haven't played many games or trying to get back into the side of this healthy competition um, definitely this week around the 
around the place and, and Mark's a, you know, such a great guy and like I said at the very start, someone we respect a lot and uh, he's going to do some yeah wonderful things for individuals in the group. And of course there's going to be huge interest in the, the increased role from James Hurd uh, given his um, uh, history through the AFL as a, a champion player and then the, the drama and, and, and sort of um, devastation around Essendon. Do you see him playing a, a greater role? It must be exciting to have a, a brain like that, a football brain like that and a person to be, to be tapping into and, and hopefully even in, in an incre- increased measure. Yeah, no, I think, I, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, there's, there's, certain, there's certain people that you come across, um, you know, you know, even for me, get to be on a on a on a radio station with you. You know, as a as a kid admiring you, and then, you know, on the on the flip side, watching you know guys like James Heard playing the NFL, and then one day, you know, have them as your as your leadership coach or one of your assistant coaches. It's you know when he when he walks in the in the room, there's there's an aura about him, um, and you know, so far for, for our group and and our leadership group in particular, who he's been working really closely with, um, you know, just the ideas and and energy that he has around. You know, our football club, I think, has been, um, you know, first class. And um, you can just see straight away when he talks, not not, not, not why he's, he was such a good leader, but why he was just such a good player and why he brought the best out of his teammates around him. So, um, you know, do I think he'll have a, probably an increased, um, you know, uh, you know, workload or things to say around the, around the group? Yeah, maybe yes. You know, him and Spike are, are, really, good, are really good mates, but, um, you know, he's been... He's been, you know, really giving of his time um, so far this year. And, you know, with him and, and Dean Solomon coming in, they obviously know each other as well. So, um, you know, our coaching group is, you know, really tight and, and, and Mark will do, a, will do a wonderful job, no doubt. Talking with Stephen Cornelio here on uh, the Friday Focus. Uh, of course, GWS hosts the West Coast Eagles this Sunday and uh, imperative that they pick up a win uh, as they start to move towards the halfway point of the season. Um Cogs, uh, you, you, you're locked into a, a long-term contract at the moment. Well, I wouldn't say locked in. You've, you've, uh, you've got a long-term contract with GWS. But I, I really enjoyed the AFL Grand Final lunch last year. Well, obviously the Grand Final in, in Perth. So uh, your hometown where yourself, Paddy Cripps and Nat Fife stood up and spoke unbelievably well. You spoke eloquently. You spoke openly and honestly. And... As far as I could see, mate, you guys, you all stood there with sort of a, a notepad in front of you, but none of you glanced at your notes. Uh, it was just fascinating to hear you talk so openly and passionately about growing up in WA and what junior footy meant there and what the, the various levels of footy meant for you to get on that footy journey. Yeah. It, well done on that. It was just mesmerising. Um, has the lure back to WA been strong and, and, and does it possibly remain something that could happen? Yeah, I actually love love the love the function as well. It was well 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 put together, and I think um, mm. you know the, the rehearsals, you know, before that, and they obviously you know told us what we we're, we're going to going to be doing, and just having a um, you know conversation with, with both those boys, we, we were you know we just said no no let, let, we'll, we'll write it ourselves, and it's it's, it's easy to talk about um, the pathways that we've been through. Obviously, very fortunate enough to to been you know brought through some. Academies and, and, and state level stuff in in WA that have really you know, helped us kick on with our career and, and very fortunate for the for the opportunities we were we were given. So you know to talk about it in in that way is you know although you know sometimes it can be intimidating. It's obviously really easy because it's close to the heart and um, Jeez, you, you know it. you can you boys nail. 
No, it, it was a good function. But now, for, you know, for me, of course, um, you know that that you know, initially, you know, I, I don't. You know, I've, I've, I've read some things about when, when you, you know, first came over to WA, and I don't know what you were feeling, but when I came over here, I was like, you know, I'll stay for, I'll stay for a couple of years, and then I can always go home. Um, you know, I loved, loved West Coast growing up, and, and, and was a big fan, but, you know, very quickly that changed over here, and, um, you know, grew to obviously love the club first, and, you know, then you love, you know, Sydney and, and what that can bring and, and really you know what we've been able to create over here with you know not only our performances on field and, and you know getting very close to winning the ultimate but um, you know off yep. the field and you know going and visiting schools where you know they've never heard of the Giants when we first got here and now they can name half the playing group is, is really special so um, you know definitely um, always have a strong connection to, to, to Perth and, and to Western Australia as a whole my whole family's still there and um, you know I love getting back there whenever I get the chance but um, you know, for me, I'm super, super happy here at the Giants. And, um, you know, like I said, leave, leave a footprint and, and build a culture from scratch is something that's really important to me. Yeah, well, you, you're certainly doing that. You mentioned when you guys do head over here, when you do play, obviously you're hosting uh, West Coast Eagles this weekend, but I believe you, is it uh, your mother or grandmother does the big cook-up for the team? Is there, is there truth to that? That would be must be a, a bit of fun and nice for the yeah. players to sample some of uh, some home-cooked um, beautiful meals. Yeah, we, uh, yeah we, we, started, we started that tradition, I guess, right, right from the start, but, you know, obviously with COVID the last few years, it's been, um, it's been you know, uh, difficult to, to organise that, but, uh, yeah, very, very... Um, you know, an AFL, AFL club rocking up in a, in a bus in uh, in Swanview after after training at Subiaco <laughs> Oval was um, <laughs> always a funny sight to to see it probably for the neighbours. But um, you know, I guess I guess you know, yeah, my my mum and nonna and and all my dears, which are my auntie aunties, they all you know cook up a massive massive feast for the boys, and you know, hopefully we can do that again maybe next year um, when when we're there. But um, I guess yeah, I guess that speaks volumes for kind of the, the, the club that uh, we tried to create from the start and then the club that we are. I think, you know, family uh, you know, family and people that are, are close to the club feel feel really a part of it. And, um, you know, although it's funny that a professional AFL squad, um, you know, can do that or do do that, it's, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty normal across some of the things that we do. Yeah, <laughs> very grounded. It's a, it's a great visual, that, just the, the bus rocking up in the upper swan there. Yeah. But, um, and, but the... Uh, off field, your interests. I believe there's a bit of a, a restaurateur in your your psyche as well. Uh, someone who can provide some fine fare. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, a little, little bit. Um, you know, obviously, um, in yeah, in Melbourne, in uh, in Richmond, and and uh, and, and here in, in in Bondi in Sydney. So, um, yeah, Machalari is the name of the um, restaurant. Um, so yeah, if you're around Bondi in Sydney and uh, heading down there, mate, would love to show you for a steak. But um. But yeah, that's just yeah something something that I've loved over uh, over my time. I've been involved in that now about five or six years. So um, you know something that you know that, that I like, and and I guess you know that that balance in 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 footy um, or in work in general, I think is really important for everyone. Yeah, yeah, without doubt, mate. You mentioned before about going to 
uh, schools out there in GWS and uh, or with with the squad, uh, and they didn't know who you even were initially, but now they know all the players in the in the squad. Do you feel genuinely feel that that the club has made a, a big imprint on that that greater Western Sydney market? Because it's always discussed, isn't it, and, and the value of the investment from the AFL. But do you feel like you're seeing tangible results there? No, definitely. You know, without doubt, I think. Um... Yeah, we've, I've, you know, like I said, I've, I've seen it, I've seen it firsthand, and um, you know, I've seen it you know, with not not in our attendance rate, but um, you know, the level of um, football that some of these kids are playing now. Um, you know, obviously, I think maybe in you know ten or fifteen years, you know, although that might seem a little while away, but I think we'll see the real benefits of of, of the move from the AFL. That's just my, my personal opinion. Um, yeah. But you know the passion at which the kids talk about footy now, and and as I said, I've got you know little cousins myself that I go and watch them play um, in Perth, and um, you know you know when I obviously when I first came over here, the you know the the level was just you know so far um, out of whack. But you know at the moment when you go and go and watch some of these kids, and, and you know they're collecting footy cards, and they they know team they they know other teams, they know other players. Um, they come and watch the Giants games. It, it, it is, and you know, personally, like I said before, I think ten or fifteen years we'll see the real benefits of that. And, and you know, we're starting to see some some kids in our squad now coming through that are, are from Western Sydney, and, and, and really that's what uh, we want to have in the um, you know in the not too distant future. You know, a large number of guys coming out of our academies and, and region. Oh, it must be a fulfilling feeling for you personally to have been on that journey right from the start with. GWS. I want to get to the really important topic of your cricket career. So I've got the uh, My Cricket website open. I've punched your name in, mate, and I see some pretty <laughs> impressive stats, mate. Uh, Midland Guildford Cricket Club, got nearly 2,500 runs at a 35 average, 67 wickets at 19, mind you. Best bowling, 5 for 23. But in all seriousness, mate, was there a genuine... <laughs> Um, decision to be made because you're, you're in state under 15s, under 17 cricket teams um, around the same time as you're winning waffle premierships as the second youngest player to ever do that at the time. How how tough a decision was it ever a consideration to go the cricket path? Yeah, no, no it, def- it definitely was a um, consideration at the time. I think um, you know that the love, my love that I had for cricket, and, and you know my, my brothers are the same. But we're all, we're all playing that and. Um, you know, it was a genuine. In, 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 if I had to, if I had to make the decision in summer, I probably would, I probably would have, um, you know, said cricket. But you know, when I when I when I made up my mind, I, um, you know, felt really comfortable and and, and have ever since. I think, um, uh, you know, I loved my time in cricket, and I, and I, re- I really feel that, um, you know, some of the skills that that, that cricket taught me um, over my journey, I'd, you know, helped me in my first few years of footy, no doubt. I think. Um, but yeah, how how mate? How how would you articulate that? How, how does because it's a very interesting topic and it's a one that I think kids are getting channeled too quickly into one sport and not being able to have that versatility. Because I totally agree with what you're saying. The foundation is laid across experience of a lot of different sports. Yeah, yeah. Look, I think there's there's a um, there's, there's some technical aspects um, that help. I think first and foremost, I think. Um, I really always encourage kids to to do both. Um, not not you know obviously you know people say you know you gotta have you gotta have a you know plan B or option B, which is which is true. But I think you can 
I think you can learn learn a lot of lessons, you know, doing doing both, not putting all your eggs in one basket. I think having um, you can teach you, you know, hard work and discipline to, you know, instead of um, not playing any cricket over the summer and you maybe do a little bit of footy training, um, you know, to be, you know, to be, you know, to, for it to be 40 degrees and in the field the whole day, and you know, you get one chance away maybe, or um, you know, and then and trying, you know, getting something out of that. Doing a whole summer of yeah. cricket and then going into going into footy and then I think it teaches you some really good discipline and hard work um, method, methods because it is a different game. You know, like I said, you, you might only get one chance. You might, um, you know, not get any runs. But you know, how can you come back from setbacks? How can you fight through that? Which is very different. I felt we can have a bad game and, and hide behind the fact that everyone else in the team has had a bad game as well. So um, and then, and then I think this from a more more technical. Um, perspective, um, taking your chances, you know, in cricket, um, you play a little bit of a loose shot, or you're not concentrating fully, and, and you're out, and you're back and sitting in the pavilion. You know, in AFL, um, you know that little half chance that you might get a look at goal, um, whether you miss it or not, you're still going to get another chance to, you know, to, you know, to be out there and on the, on the field. So being able to, you know, take that chance and, and convert it into a goal for say, or, or a disposal, or an inside fifty. Um, having that you know, that concentration um, all the time across 120 minutes, um, you know, I think I think there is some things that are, um, you know, very relatable and, and can help in in both sports. Ah, uh, yeah, beautifully said. <laughs> I could keep chatting you down to that topic for a long while, mate. My last one, and I do this on behalf of our uh, our legendary producer on this show, uh, Chris Clafunas. He, he, I think his favourite song that he can hit the button on in the studio is uh, It's Cornelio, uh, the song <laughs> parody to the Susudio from Phil Collins. Do you listen? He wants to know, do you listen to it? Is it on your playlist? <laughs> it's, not a, it's, not on my, it's not on my playlist, but it, uh, <laughs> it was very funny when it came out. Um, so yeah. I have, have uh, had a lot of people send it to me over the years, but um, it is catchy, I'll give them that. <laughs> yeah, it is indeed, but... Uh, and so are you, mate. Good to see you back to to, to full flight. And um, and mate, I really do appreciate you taking the time to to chat. All the best uh, against the Eagles this weekend and the rest of the season. And uh, it's just been a pleasure to to get your thoughts on it, mate. Um, Stephen Cornelio, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it, mate. Thanks so much for having me on. Thank you for listening to In Focus with Adam Gilchrist, brought to you by Otis Eyewear. The world looks better through Otis Eyewear. See the range at otiseyewear.com. On top of the game. Next hardest working player. Maybe Caniglio. It might just be an oversight, but here's a chance to get it right. It's Caniglio. And Caniglio said, uh, birds are here.
both with Stephen Kinelio for another. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.